Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? My fire, the one desire, believe when I say I want it that way. Tell me what. Now, okay, every episode, I'm not going to lie, I usually go and look up the lyrics to a song that I feel like is just so fitting. But this time, I am a straight OG elder millennial BSB fan. There is no need to look up any lyrics. And why did I start? Why did I start this episode of Tandia Talks Money? Well, one, ironically, it came off the millennial album. Nailed it. Who are we speaking to? The millennial demographic. And we're helping you navigate, you know, the challenging world of adulting. I'm your host, Carla, and today's episode is all about how, you know, we can make adulting a little easier. We want you to, like, sing to yourself and know, like, I want it that way. Tell me why we're giving you five practical tips. Tell me why to manage your finances effectively. I know. I'm going to stop now. I just, I can't. It's just such a good song. It was such a good album. They're just so good. I I saw them in concert last year. That's sad, right? It's not. Every other girl or BSB fan or whoever is listening that also enjoyed the Backstreet Boys feels the same way. So let's let's be real. Managing your personal finances can be challenging, but by implementing a well-structured strategy we can take control of our financial well-being. So let's talk about like detailed steps today. We're going to give you some like examples of people that we've seen in our branches. And hopefully by following these strategies, you can optimize your financial organization, automate bill payments and savings, and you know, most importantly, make informed decisions. So we get it. Okay. Living with debt is probably a reality that many millennials face today. However, it's important to remember that debt does not have to dictate your financial future. So how do we do this? Well, we're going to adopt a strategic spending approach that makes anything sound more professional, right? A strategic spending approach and implementing a well-thought-out banking plan. And who better to give you the banking plan than us, your neighborhood credit union. It is possible to pay for your life, because let's be real, life is expensive, while managing your existing debt effectively. So again, we're going to outline some tips, provide some relatable scenarios that will really help the millennial demographic or elders or Gen Z or whoever is living with debt and trying to manage the adult life. Navigate the complexities of financial management and achieve a balanced financial life because that's our goal for you. 
Ultimately, that's why we do these podcasts is we want you to have a balanced financial life and we're here to give you the tips to do so. So step one, okay, so understand your financial landscape. So to begin your journey towards strategic spending, we say this every week, it's crucial to have a clear understanding of your financial landscape. Start by creating yourself a comprehensive budget that outlines your income, fixed expenses, and debt obligations. Because once you know what you're working with, you'll be able to analyze your spending patterns, identify areas where you can make adjustments, and set realistic financial goals. So Sarah, okay, we're going to just use Sarah, a millennial with student loan debt. Just by tracking her expenses, she realized she spends a significant amount on maybe going out. Maybe that's a reoccurring thing for her. But by recognizing that, she's able to set a goal to reduce her dining out, her dining expenses. Maybe it means cooking at home more and allocating the saved money and putting that towards the debt repayment, right? Let's be like Sarah. Okay, now we need to prioritize our debt repayment. Like we all know it's there. We don't want to ignore it. So once you have a clear picture of your finances, you need to prioritize that debt. Make a list of all your debts, including your credit cards, student loans, or any other outstanding balances. Determine the interest rates associated with each debt, because that is an important factor, okay? And focus on paying off the highest interest debt first while maintaining minimum payments on the other debts. So maybe Mark, I don't know. If my family listens, they're going to be like, whoa, she's just using names from the family. Anyways, I'm very original. But Mark, a millennial is maybe burdened with credit card debt. He decides to use the snowball method. He pays the minimum on all debts, but allocates extra funds towards the smallest balance. As he pays off each debt, he adds the previous payment amount to the next debt, creating a snowball effect that accelerates his progress. So get it? So if you have a balance of $2,000 on one, but then you have a balance of $4,000 on another card. You're going to start with the $2,000 balance, pay that off because it's a lower balance. And then whatever you were taking and putting towards that $2,000 debt repayment, you're going to take that and now put that towards the $4,000 debt repayment that you are going to be focusing on next, right? I'm going to give you more strategic strategies don't worry. I'm just giving you some scenarios first, right? Okay. So then we want to build an emergency fund. While paying off debt, it's important to simultaneously build this emergency fund. This will allow you to helpfully not get back into debt and it acts as the safety net. So by providing financial stability during unexpected circumstances, which is what usually makes us rely on debt. So the goal here is to aim to save at least three to six months worth of living expenses, which I know seems very daunting at points. But if you, again, make a plan, create an allocation towards it, you will get there, I promise. Right? So Caroline, a millennial with student loans and a car loan, starts saving a portion of her income in an emergency fund. When her car requires unexpected repairs, she then uses funds from the emergency fund instead of relying on credit cards or taking out a loan. Therefore, right, you guessed it, avoiding further debt accumulation. This is my favorite one, okay? Adopt smart banking practices. To optimize your strategic spending, you need to consider adopting smart banking practices. What does that mean? Look for accounts that offer competitive interest rates, 
minimal fees and convenient access to your funds. Utilize automatic transfers, again, to allocate money towards the debt repayment and savings, ensuring consistent progress. But if you actually stopped and took a beat and you were able to, you know, review your accounts, you could implement these smaller things and smaller options, like a minimal fee. Like maybe you're paying too much on a fee at your current financial institution, and you could be paying much less in either a different account or a different financial institution altogether. But it's important to revisit these fees and the structure that you're in and adopt smart banking practices. And always, you know, Jake, a millennial with multiple debts, consolidates his high interest loans into a lower interest personal loan. This is called a consolidation. It helps to simplify debt management, reduce interest payments, and allows you to, well, allows Jake to allocate more funds towards the repayment because you're now putting it into one place, right? Because you've looked at your interest rates, you're paying multiple different interest rates on different types of accounts, and this is your way to put it all together into one, a consolidation. Always, always, always track your progress and adjust as needed. There is nothing that is set in stone. We know everything changes by the minute. So it's important to regularly monitor your progress and reassess your financial situation. Evaluate whether your current strategy is currently working effectively for you. Do you need to adjust anywhere? And guess what? Like celebrate those milestones because along the way, it's important to, you know, say, hey, you know what? I paid off a my $2,000 credit card. And when you are in doubt, know that it's okay to seek professional guidance when it's needed for you. We're here to help you. We're here to consolidate, show you an option. We're here to set you up with the right bank accounts. Like that's what your people at the financial institutions that you bank at help you do. So Michelle, she does a great job as a millennial aiming to pay off her student loans. She tracks her progress monthly, she reviews her budget, and identifies areas where she can make additional cuts. Because see, by reviewing this and looking at it consistently, you can say, hey, you know what? I was paying $50 a month for the gym membership that I don't longer go to. So maybe take that $50, whether it seems like so little to you or not, and move that to one of your debt repayments. And I promise that makes significant progress over time. Michelle also seeks advice from a financial advisor who's here to suggest refinancing her loans to a secure lower interest rate, giving her the ability to accelerate her debt repayment. So I know we went through kind of like five scenarios, five scenarios, right? So like, how do we put these things into play, right? We talked about goals, we talked about automating, we talked about all these things. So how do you do actually do this? So here's where you need to listen. Grab like the pen and paper, or maybe you take notes digitally now. We were just talking about that recently, about my experience in university and how like there was no taking of laptops. Like I still had a desktop computer at university at my student house. So I wrote everything by hand and I took like 18th century literature at one point. And let me tell you, it's pretty funny to go back and see my notebooks where you can see where I may have dozed off or not, but it's just a random tidbit. I felt like you really wanted to know that about me. Anyways. Okay. So what, what do we do? What's the strategy? So step one, we talked about like automating and like making things 
accessible and setting up your bank accounts properly, right? So maybe it needs to start by renaming your checking accounts as bills and savings to better align with your financial mindset and priorities by renaming your primary checking account as bills and a separate savings account as savings can be such a simple change but will serve as a constant reminder to allocate funds appropriately and make conscious spending decisions, right? So you're not gonna go and be like, oh, I wanna buy this shirt today. I'm gonna take it from my savings. No, maybe you'll stop and think twice. So how do you do this? Well, one, you can access it from your online banking platform. You navigate to your account settings, or maybe you need to speak with a representative to change the account names, but Make them what you feel like you need to do. I'm suggesting bills and savings. However, maybe you want to set it up as groceries and maybe you want to set it up as bills and maybe you want to set one up as savings, whatever it is. But setting up your little kind of jars in your accounts really helps you familiarize yourself with new account names and reinforce the purpose behind each account that you've set up. Okay, now automating bills and savings. Now automating bill payments and savings ensures, and I I stress automate your savings, really ensures that your financial obligations are met promptly and that you are consistently saving for your future goals. By setting up automatic debits, you eliminate the risk of forgetting due dates and save time on manual payments, right? Because you don't have to actually sit there and be like, oh, I got to pay this bill today. Like set it up as auto payments. So what you need to do, what's your strategy behind that, is complete a list of reoccurring bills, such as maybe your rent or utilities or your mortgage, subscriptions, loan payments. Figure out what your reoccurring bills are. Log into your online banking platform, or you can sit with one of your advisors and set this up, but contact each bill provider to set up automatic debits from your bills account. That's just a suggestion. So you can you can work with the organization. So for example, Bell Canada allows you to set up auto debit and they will debit your account every month for the bill. Maybe you want to set up your own reoccurring payment. You can totally do that on online banking or again with an advisor. Maybe you get paid on a bi-weekly schedule and you're going to set up, maybe your bill is $400 a month and you're going to set up $200 every pay to go towards this automated bill. So figure out what kind of your bill structure is. Work with some of your bill providers. You can set up auto billing. You can set up equal billing with organizations such as your hydro or your gas or whomever your utilities are with. Um, and you can set a predetermined amount. So you always know like this amount, they they kind of calculate it based on your usage. But you know this amount is what I'm going to pay every month. And that way you know exactly what you're working with. So Again, you need to do the same thing with your savings. So if you want to save X amount in a year, you're going to break that down over your pay period and set up that automatic transfer into your savings account. Okay, step three, opening a primary spending account. So to separate your spending money from your bills and savings, which I suggest, it could be worth it for you to open a second checking account. Designate this account as your primary spending account and link it to your debit card for everyday expenses. So that way you know anything that's in this account you can spend because every other obligation has been allocated for at this point. So how's the strategy around that? Well, you contact your financial institution, perhaps you can do it online, request debit card associated to this account so that you can actually facilitate the spending and keep the balance in this account relatively low, equivalent to your planned spending for the pay period, right? So if you've planned to spend 
$600 this pay period, know that that's all that you're kind of keeping in that checking account so you're not tempted to go overboard or whatever the situation may be. And know that you can always transfer. The The beauty of online banking that if you're banking online, which I hope you are, is you can move money as you need if emergencies were to come up. Okay, step four, allocating spending money. So how do we do this? So to maintain control over your spending, you allocate a specific amount of money from each paycheck into your primary spending account. So right, we just talked about this. So how do we actually allocate this. So determine an appropriate budget for your discretionary spending, considering your financial goals, fixed expenses, and savings targets. Those are all things that we need to account for. Calculate the amount needed for necessary expenses and transfers to your bills and savings account and transfer the remaining of the funds into this primary spending account. Some people even go a step further and break it down into gas and groceries. And you know, like, this is how much you're only spending on gas and groceries for the week. That way it really helps you keep on track. Okay, so now I know. Really, like, adulting is all part of, like, but stuff happens. How do we avoid these, like, unexpected things? What if we don't have the money to save? So I'm not, we're not saying don't use your cards, credit cards, but, like, use them wisely because credit cards can be valuable financial tools when used responsibly. So to avoid excessive debt and take advantage of card benefits, adopt a wise and informed approach. What is that approach? Pay your credit card bills in full and on time to avoid interest charges and late fees. Track your credit card expenses to ensure they align with your budget and spending plan. Utilize credit cards for specific purposes such as building credit history, earning rewards, or for emergencies rather than relying on them for daily expenses. And if you do, if you are the person that uses their credit card for everything, that is totally fine, but use it responsibly and make sure you have the means to be paying it before you use it for daily expenses because that's where things can get out of hand. Obviously, regularly review your credit card statements for errors or fraudulent charges to make sure you are on top of it. So that's it. That's a very comprehensive strategy, don't you think? But you can effectively manage your accounts and expenses by renaming accounts, automating your bills and savings, opening a spending account, allocating spending money to yourself, and using credit cards wisely. All of the above empower you to make better, more informed financial decisions, and most important part, maintain control over your financial well-being. Because I hate to tell you, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but Financial management is an ongoing process. This is not a one and done thing. Things change, major life events happen, and you know, we're stuck in this circle. So make sure you are aware, you know what's going on, you you put your plan into place so you can really maximize your financial future. Remember, at Tandia Financial Credit Union, we have your back on your financial journey, whether it's providing helpful resources, offering personalized financial advice, or supporting your goals. We're here to assist you every step of the way. So no more feeling overwhelmed or confused about money matters. We've got your back. Continue to tune in to Tandia Talks Money Podcast Season 1 and embark on a financial adventure with us. Laugh, 
you're going to learn, you may sing, whatever, but we're going to grow together as we navigate the ups and downs of adulting with confidence and ease. Subscribe now, share it with a friend, and get ready to embrace your financial future because with Tandia, adulting might be hard, but we've got you covered every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.